Welcome to The Laptop Lifestyle. I'm your host, Alexis Teichmiller, digital content creator for brands and companies and online entrepreneur. Whether you're running a business full-time, starting a side hustle, or just beginning to think about starting a business, you are in the right place. The Laptop Lifestyle is for you, the unconventional thinker, the person who isn't afraid to step outside of their comfort zone and pursue creativity over complacency. Each week, we will unlock how to build passionate online communities and thriving online businesses. All right, Laptop Lifestylers, let's jump in. my fellow laptop lifestylers. It's your host, Alexis Teichmiller here. And today on the show, I'm doing something a little bit different, something I haven't done in over a year. I'm doing a solo cast. In the past year, there's been a lot of new listeners and the community has grown. And I kind of wanted to get on here and share a little bit of my story, what the laptop lifestyle means to me, and get really honest with you guys about something that happened to me this past fall that really rocked my journey and almost made me want to quit absolutely everything. And I'm not trying to be dramatic, but you know, there's moments and seasons of your creative journey as you, you know, push and and challenge and you have incredible highs and sometimes you have really bad lows. And there are seasons that make you want to quit. Like there are seasons that make you want to question why you started. And I had one of those seasons this past fall. And as much as I talk about vulnerability on a lot of my social media platforms and on this podcast, it is very important to me. But sometimes it's hard for me to be vulnerable with you guys on the podcast. And so I I thought I was doing my community a disservice by not sharing this um, season with you guys. And hopefully my story will, will empower you to hopefully get through your tough seasons quicker than I did, um, but also show you that you can bounce back and you don't necessarily have to throw in the towel just because something happens. Um, so let's let's jump in. So for anyone that doesn't quite know me, I grew up in a small town in Southern Illinois and I lived in the same house my whole life up until I moved away for college, 30 minutes away from home. And... Um, I, I want to say, yeah, it was my senior year of high school. I wrote my very first book called Investing in Human Capital, LOL at that title. But it's a nonfiction book all about um, the importance of me- mentorship and investing in relationships. And so I sold that book and that was my first real business. I wrote a book. I printed it. I didn't publish it. I was 17. Um, and I sold it. And I remember the first night of me selling it at this, this uh, community trade show, I made like $1,600 in book sales. And I was like, what? You can make money selling books? This is crazy. I'd always love to write. I'd always love to speak and share um, you know, my way of thinking and connect with people. And writing was always my way of, of doing that. And so ever since I was 15, 16, 17 years old, I consumed, I actually read anywhere from three to four books a week. I wanted to be an author and a public speaker. And I went into college, studied marketing, and I also had this crazy passion for fashion. And I started a women's clothing company for 
I ran that for about three years through college and it was called AT Avenue. And it was a women's clothing boutique that I ran actually out of my car, started in my car and then it turned into an online women's clothing boutique. But, um, I started AT Avenue because I wanted to take what I was applying in school and apply it to like a real business. I was in business school learning about marketing with a creative and with a minor in creative nonfiction writing. And I wanted to apply that to something in real life. So I started AT Avenue and out of that, I started my blog, AlexisTeichmiller.com. That's kind of how I got into this kind of online business space. And there were a lot of challenges with AT Avenue. I long story short, cause that's not what this podcast is about. I'll actually link to another solo cast I did. I want to say almost a year and a half ago on some different lessons I learned from failure and not that AT Avenue was a failure by any means, but I share a couple of lessons uh, that I learned and actually why I decided to, to quit that business. I'll link that in the show notes here for you guys. But I, I ended up moving to Nashville after I graduated uh, college, I, I had a decision to make whether or not I wanted to run my women's clothing boutique full time, or if I wanted to move away and kind of follow the dreams I'd always had of moving away to Nashville. I've wanted to do that since I was 12. And oh, guys, it was really a tough decision to leave home. And I didn't know anybody here. And I, I just kind of threw myself into this idea. And I, I worked that momentum to find a job to interview. And I reached out to a mentor of mine. Her name's Sarah Petty. She's amazing. She's an amazing photographer, author, a course creator. Um, she's a mentor of mine and she's also a New York times bestselling author. I reached out to her. I said, Hey, do you know anybody in Nashville? Uh, I want to move there after college you know, I'm looking for something in these areas, social media, online business, online marketing. And she connected me with my uh, first ever boss out of college. His name was Rory Vaden. And he is a New York Times bestselling author and an international keynote speaker. And I joined his team and I ran, I guess I ran, I was kind of like a social media manager. So I ran all of his social media accounts. I managed his blog as far as posting and sharing of the blog. And then also I managed his podcast, which is kind of how this uh, podcast was born was because I was managing the process of Rory's podcast. And then that's how I got the idea for the laptop lifestyle. So shout out to Rory. Um, but he really inspired me. You know, he's this two-time New York Times bestselling author. He's this keynote speaker. And so as you can see, like this, this idea of being an author and being so close to authors kind of kept following me around. And I could see what the the impact that had had on these people's lives who I had witnessed who were authors. And I wanted that impact. I wanted the community they had. I wanted, I really desired the influence that they had. Um, to help people make decisions and help people change their lives. And I was just really impacted by that. And I worked for Rory for about a year. And then I got my job that I have now at ConvertKit, which is an email marketing service provider. I'm the affiliate manager there. But I want to get to the root of the story. So let's, um, uh, yeah, last summer, last June, I was at ConvertKit's conference in Boise, Idaho. And the reason I told you all that backstory is because it's definitely going to play into what I'm about to share with you. Um, so I was, yeah, last summer I was in Boise, Idaho, 
and I was at our ConvertKit conference called Craft and Commerce. And I was emceeing the event along with um, one of my incredible colleagues, his name's Barrett. And I also taught a breakout session on social media. And in that breakout session happened to be a publisher. And after, after my session, she came up to me and she said, hey, I really want to learn more about you the way that I want to learn more about you, like the way that you run your life, this laptop lifestyle brand that you've built, um, how you work remotely, how you work with brands and hospitality brands. Like, I just want to learn a little bit more about you. Can we go out to lunch uh, tomorrow? And I was like, yeah, sure. Like, I'm an open book. I love sharing with people. So anyone that wants to learn anything or chat about anything, I'm always game. So I went to lunch. And I ended up showing up to lunch and it was her and basically her whole publishing team. Uh, They were based in Boise and, um, and they're an amazing team. Like they really got into my brand and wanted to know how I basically ran my whole life and what the laptop lifestyle meant to me and, and the kind of guests I had on the show, what were the qualities and characteristics of the people that, that came on the show And by the end of it, we were walking back to the conference center. And on the way back from lunch, uh, the CEO of the publishing company, she looked over at me and she said, I want you to know that we're interested in you. And and we really think that there's a book in you about the laptop lifestyle. And I was just like, what? You know, like someone someone had sought me out in a session, a breakout session, taken me out to lunch, and then really saw the potential of this brand and that it could be in a book. And like, (laughs) y'all, I literally had butterflies. I was so excited of the possibility. And, and I'm the kind of person that doesn't just like, Oh yeah, that'd be cool. I like immediately start planning in my, in my brain. Like I start, I guess, uh, what is that called? Visualizing. I start visualizing like, Oh my gosh, this can happen. And this could happen. And, and it could connect all these dots and think about, think about all the people that are living laptop lifestyle that this could help. Like I was just like so excited. And then she, and it was only like 20 seconds after she said that. So I go back to the session and, uh, or go back to the conference and she, um, she wanted to meet later that night and kind of outline a little bit of the book and talk about a potential campaign strategy around the book. And, um, so basically for the next, after the conference, two months go by and I work with her team on a book outline. Like this is happening. Like I'm going to publish a book and I'm going to, we're going to create this amazing marketing campaign. We're going to get all these brands involved. I'm going to go on a 20 city tour. Like guys, I'm not joking. I had all this, like I'm working with this publishing company to basically write and publish a book, which was just like crazy to me and everything I've ever wanted, you know, and that feeling of getting something that you want, um, that you dreamt about since you were a little girl and then it happening to you is just like, uh, it's just like one of the coolest experiences and so it got to the point where we kind of outlined a lot of what the book would look like. <clears throat> and it got to the point for the contract to happen, like, you know, a, a, an actual publishing contract had to be drafted. And there were, um, there were a couple of different contracts. There were two different contracts drafted. And I was so excited. And um, we got to the point where 
she sent the contracts over to me and I had a meeting with their team to go to run through the contract. Um, and I got the contracts and it just wasn't what I had anticipated it looking like. I was going to have to put up a lot of money up front that I didn't have. So I was going to have to take out a loan to support the book. And there were a lot of things about the contract that just weren't, um, what I was looking for. And, and also I wasn't going to get full distribution. So the book wasn't going to be in any bookstores or anything like that. It was mostly going to be like me selling it. So it would basically kind of be like self-publishing, but it was published by a publishing house. And to be honest with you guys, a lot of these smaller publishing companies have a difficulty, you know, fully financially backing every single book they publish. So it is very common for an author or, you know, potential author to have to put a lot of money down, but this was just way outside of what I had expected. And, uh, that, that could very well be on me too, but the few authors I did consult about the contract, they said that I should walk away. And a few of my mentors also said I should walk away. It just wasn't, it wasn't, what, uh, it wouldn't have been a good fit long run or long term, great publishing company. Um, but the, the contract just wasn't what I really needed. And I had to walk away from that. And that was one of the hardest things I think I've ever had to do is to see something so clearly and have a book outline and have a team that supported me and be working with a publishing company that I really loved, but there's like the, the fine print, you know, the logistics just didn't really work out. And I lost it. Like I had to say no. So I flew back to Nashville, completely heartbroken. And I remember literally like sitting in my, um, <laughs> my roommate was in the bathroom and I was in, <clears throat> sorry, I'm like getting emotional about this. Um, I was laying in the hallway and I was just like on the floor, <laughs> like you do. And I was just crying to her and saying that I felt like this goal I had had for so long was basically gone. Like for some reason in my mind at that point in time, I thought that the idea of a book would literally never happen. And, and I know that's not true. Um, clearly I'm still emotional about it, but I, I literally just like lost all my creativity for no joke about honestly two months, like two or three months. I had a hard time putting out podcast episodes. I had a hard time getting clear on what the laptop lifestyle meant And, um, I kept coming back to this feeling of like being very, very vulnerable and being very transparent about this thing that I wanted so bad and it didn't happen. And they made me think about how in business and in life, (laughs) there are things that we want really bad. And sometimes we have to walk away from them because they're not a good fit or because of a lot of reasons. And the, the strength I had to have to walk away, it was also the strength I pull on today to be able to share with you guys this story that that to you is like, oh, well, you didn't get the book deal, like, sorry. Um, but it was really the accumulation of like 10 years of a dream that I saw almost come true. And then it didn't. 
And that does not mean that the book is not going to happen because it very well is going to happen. Um, but just not in the timeline or in the way that I thought it would. And it made me think about how there are times in life where we get so focused on what we think we need or what we think we want most in life. And I remember after the book deal fell through, I had a dear friend of mine ask me, I know this is something that you've always wanted, but is it something that you still want? Like, this is what 15-year-old Alexis wanted and 20-year-old Alexis wanted, but is it what 24, 25-year-old Alexis wanted once now? Is this something that you still even want to do? And I had a hard time answering that question. And I think a lot of times we put these goals in our in our minds and we work towards them. But over time, we detach from those goals. We detach ourselves from what like the end destination. And I had to kind of reevaluate and kind of refocus what was it that I really wanted from all of this. And some of that I've really leaned into the last couple of months is why I do any of this is for community. Like I want, I want other people that are living a laptop lifestyle that are creating beautiful work on the internet that spend hours editing a video or editing photos or trying to get clients because they're just trying to get their business off the ground. Like y'all are my people. And that's why I do this. And so whether a book comes from this or not, I have to first be okay with what I'm building and that's community. And that's the most important thing to me. And that's the biggest reason why I I created this. And so I kind of wanted to turn the tables a little bit. I know you guys can't talk back at me, but I want you guys to think about what are things in life that you've always wanted and do you still want them? And what is the root of why you want them? Is it to, is it because you want security? Um, Is it something that makes you feel important? Is it something that someone else has put in your life that, you know, they want you to fulfill, but it might not really be something that's important to you. And I guess I just want you guys to know that I'm walking through this crazy creative online journey with you. And, you know, the biggest the most important thing to me is vulnerability and you cannot have true connection or community without being vulnerable. And that's why I wanted to share, you know, kind of where I have been the last six, seven months in my creative journey personally. And, you know, I have all these people on the show and they talk about some really amazing times and some dark times and lessons they had to learn. And, um, I thought it was important for me to share some things that I've been learning and, um, you know, what, what those lessons teach you over time. And if there's something in your life that has happened or something that's taken you away from what you've wanted, or you feel off course, or you feel like a dream is very distant, you don't have to find any shame in that. Like there are so many people that feel the exact same way as you do. And what separates someone who does and takes action and fulfills things versus someone that doesn't is discipline, but also the desire to get up every single day and just try. And, you know, there for a couple months this past fall, I didn't even try. 
I didn't, I had zero desire to even try anything because I had just kind of felt like I had put two months into a book outline and then it just was like kind of taken out from underneath my, my feet. And whether something like that has happened to you or not, we can all relate to creative funks and feeling like you're alone or feeling like you can't access that beautiful creativity inside you. And you can. And I think it just stems from the desire to try and the desire to fail. And that sounds weird. What do you mean? You want, I should want to fail. And honestly, when I look back at my life, the most challenging things have been the areas where I've grown the most. And this past fall was a really big season of growth for me. And I got a lot of clarity coming out of that experience. And it was such a gift. And so sometimes the things that aren't supposed to happen really shine light on the things that are. So I really appreciate you guys listening to this episode. Um, I, I hope that this gives you some encouragement to know that you know, you're not alone in those feelings of doubt and insecurity, and I'm right there with you. And that's why I'm here. And so if you've resonated with this podcast episode, I would love for you guys to uh, DM me on Instagram at Alexis Teichmiller or uh, screenshot this podcast episode that you're listening to right now and tag me. I would love to, to know um, how I can help honestly, and, and be a resource to you guys through anything that you're going through when it comes to life or business or, you know, trying to wrap your mind around vulnerability. Um, I'm here for you guys. And I just can't thank you enough for being a part of my community.